0: BLOB TALK RADIO Let's go.
1: Good morning, my friends. The opening music was by Savé Vocal Group from the CD Native Angels by Savé. This CD is really awesome. There are many spiritual songs on there that I know that uh, you'll love them, and they're like, unlike anything you've ever heard before. And if you would like to order a copy, contact Savé.org, and they also have a phone number, 210-573-6335. They're also on Facebook, and they do live shows, so check their Facebook, or you can call for more information. Um, and good morning again, and I'm your host, Reverend Sharma McCain. I'd like to welcome listeners to Sacred Sunday. Sacred Sunday was created to provide an open-minded platform that focuses on attendance. This Sunday is a special day to set aside some time for spiritual focus, meditation, and prayer. All faiths are welcome. I'm a Christian in recovery, and all my Bible readings will be out of the Ryrie Study Bible. And you may use any Bible you wish, of course. And I have had many spiritual experiences and in gratitude. Uh, we have an ongoing Bible reading and discussion about our spiritual experiences, and I'll read out of my book from time to time. I'm just focused on being uh, my real self and carrying the message given to me on this beautiful Sunday morning. The call number is 619-924-9744. And sacred Sundays is every Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now let's do our opening prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And I ask this in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I want to wish everybody a happy Father's Day. God bless you all. And I also want to sit, tell my father who happens to be in heaven with my heavenly father that I love him and I miss him and I will see you again someday. And to all the fathers out there, I want to thank you on behalf of your family that you've done a wonderful job and I want to thank you so much for being there for your families and uh, we love you very much and I know they love you. We also pray for Christians that are being persecuted worldwide. Uh... Their freedom to worship and lives are in jeopardy. So please, God, send your uh, mighty Archangel Michael to fight against evil and protect them and all your angels to watch over everyone. And our prayers go out to all those who suffer in the world and those who need healing and prayer and uh, recovery from uh, illnesses of many kinds, including the animals who can't speak for themselves who are suffering. We also pray for them. We also pray for the wisdom of our president and the rest of the policymakers and the leadership from around the world. Because I was brought up to believe that our leadership is appointed by God, so let's pray for them that uh, they make the best decisions on our behalf. I want to thank you, God. We ask this in Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, and then God also bless us to help us grow under Your care and uh, protect all of our families and. Uh, so we'll keep all the fathers in mind this, this Father's Day that have struggled so much to take care of their families, to overcome health issues, to uh, whatever is going on. We ask that your prayers go out to all the fathers today. And I want to wish everybody a happy birthday, if your birthday's today. And if you have any special thing you want me to announce, just let me know before I go on air, and I will. You can leave me a message on Facebook, or you can call me. With your special intention at 619 924 well, Last week we were reading in John chapter 17 concerning the intercession of the, the Son of God. And it was a pretty marvelous uh, chapter that was so great that um, it's all totally, uh, in my book, it's a letter of red letters. And it was all from Jesus. And um, he was explaining uh, what was, he's interceding for us. And he's going in he's actually, uh, he's talking about that he's going to be put to death, and I think at this point his apostles really didn't understand that um, he was going to die shortly, so um, I didn't, I don't particularly want to read the next chapter, it's 18, this is the crucifixion of the Son of God, um, but it is part of what makes us Christian, that we, our Savior died for our sins, and uh, He he was sinless, yet he died for our sins, and uh, that's why we're going to be reading. So everybody turn to John chapter 18, and uh, the crucifixion of the Son of God. And John chapter 18, we're starting in the first. And when Jesus had spoken all these words, he went forth with his disciples over the ravine of the Kidron, where there was a garden, in which he entered with his disciples, now Judas also, who was betraying him, knew the place, for Judas had often met there with, there with his disciples, including Judas. Judas then, having received the Roman cohort and officers from the chief priests and the Pharisees, came there with lanterns and torches and weapons. So Jesus, knowing all the things that were coming upon him, went forth and said to him, Whom do you seek? And they answered him, Jesus of Nazarene, and he said to them, I am he, and Judas also who was betraying him was standing with them. So when he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Therefore he again asked them, whom do you seek? And they said, Jesus the Nazarene, and Jesus answered, I told you that I am he, so if you seek me, let these go their way, to fulfill the word which you spoke. Of course, whom you were given me, I had lost not one. Simon Peter then, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's slave and cut off his right ear, and the slave's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, Put the sword into the sheath, the cup which the Father has given me, shall I not drink it? And now the trials. Before Ananias. So the Roman cohort and the commander and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him and led him to Ananias first, for he was the father-in-law of Stiapis, who is the high priest that year. So Stiapis, I think that's how you pronounce it, was the one who advised the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die on behalf of the people. Simon Peter was following Jesus and so was another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the high priest and entered entered with Jesus into the court of the high priest. But Peter was standing at the door outside, so the other disciple who was known to the high priest went out and spoke to the doorkeeper and brought Peter in. Then the slave girl who kept the door said to Peter, You are not also one of these man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Now the slaves and the officers were standing there, having made a charcoal fire, for it was cold, and they were warming themselves. And Peter was also with them, standing and warming himself. The high priest then questioned Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. Jesus answered him, I have spoke openly to the world. I always taught in the synagogues and in the temple, where all the Jews come together, and I spoke nothing in secret. Why do you question me? Question those who have heard what I have spoken to them. They know what I said. When he said this, one of the officers standing nearby struck Jesus, saying, Is that the way you answer the high priest? Jesus answered him, If I have spoken wrongly, testify of the wrong. But if rightly, why do you strike me? Before Siapas. So Ananias sent him down to Siapas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. So they said to him, You are not also one of his disciples, are you? And he denied it and said, I am not. One of the slaves of the high priest, being a relative of the one whose ear Peter cut off, said, I did not see you in the garden. Didn't I not see you in the garden with him? Then Peter denied it again, and immediately a rooster crowed. Before Pilate. Then they led Jesus from Siapas into the praetorium. And it was early, and they themselves did not enter into the praetorium so that they would not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. Therefore Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? And they answered and said to him, If this man were not an evildoer, we would not have delivered him to you. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. The Jews said to him, We are not permitted to put anyone to death to fulfill the word of Jesus which he spoke, signifying by the kind of death he was about to die. Therefore Pilate entered again into the Praetorium and summoned Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Are you saying this on your own initiative, or did others tell you that about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would be fighting so that I would not be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not of this realm. Therefore Pilate said to him, So you are a king? And Jesus answered, You say correctly that I am a king, for this I have been born, and for this I have come into the world, to testify to the truth. And everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And Pilate said to him, what is truth? And then when he said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no guilt in him, but you have a custom that, that I release someone to you, for you for the Passover. Do you wish then that I release for you the king of the Jews? So they cried out again, saying, not this man, but Barbarus. Now Barbarus was a robber. And Then let's go on to next next chapter is 19. Let's go back and read the notes for 18. So the trial of Jesus, and it has a whole little schematic here of what's going on. So uh, let me try to read this to you what, I, what I'm seeing here. The trials of Jesus is the title, and the religious trials. The first was the first, second, and third trial were uh, the judge deny us, and the decision was. Okay, given to liquidate Jesus. The second trial was the C-A-I-A-T-H-A-S. Death sentence, charge of blasphemy. That was a decision. The third trial from the Jews, those were all religious trials, was the C-A-I-A-T-H-A-S. And then they gave a, the death sentence was made legal, and that's a decision. And then civil trials, and that is Roman, the fourth, by Pilate, not guilty. And the fifth trial, by Herod, not guilty. The sixth, by Pilate, not guilty, but turned Jesus over to the Jews. So that's how it went as far as the schematic of what happened with all these events. So he's actually tried six times and felt not guilty, but still turned over. Okay, now let's read the notes. And it says, uh, eighteen one, the Ravine of the, the Kidron. A ravine east of Jerusalem between the city and the Mount of Olives then cohort. Now, cohort is a group of between 300 and 600 Roman soldiers. And then, actually so it says to look in, uh, this is, the, we're now reading about 1810, about uh, cut off is right here, for the sequel, see Luke 2251. And then 1812, the officers of the Jews that are the servants of the Jewish authorities, their high priests. And on thirteen, a small inner circle of high priests, headed by Anias and Siapas, ruled Jerusalem regardless of who was officially the high priest. And then let's see, on eighteen twenty-four, the note is Siapas is reporting by John, and then it has more notes. So under Roman law, as in free societies today, a prisoner was assumed to be innocent until proven guilty. And then the school to read the notes. And regarding the steps that led to Peter's denial, and they themselves did not enter to the Praetorium. This is the Roman headquarters, the barracks, as a dwelling place of Gentiles that was unclean. Thus the Jewish authorities would not enter, though they be defiled for the Passover. They were willing, however, to see the murder of Jesus committed without fearing defilement. So that was the note by the, by the editor here. And it says, Thir- 1831, we are not permitted. The Sanhedrin could condemn a man to death, but the Roman government had to approve and execute the sentence. And then what kind of death? Jewish execution was by stoning. Their only method was crucifixion, and Jesus had to be crucified so that no bone would be broken, to include both Gentiles and Jews in responsibility for his death, and so that he would literally be uh, lifted up in fulfillment. And that's what we're talking about. 1832. And now the note from 1834. Jesus asked whether Pilate's question arose from his own Roman viewpoint. Are you saying this on your own initiative? Or from a Jewish viewpoint? What did others tell you about me? Because Pilate's answer indicated that he was concerned only about a rival political kingdom to Rome, our Lord replied as he did in this verse, indicating he was not such, he was, his was not such a kingdom. Pilate was then satisfied that Jesus was not a political threat, therefore wished to release him. Kingdom, better kingship. My authority is not of human origin. So what is truth? Pilate is not being philosophical, but was simply expressing frustration and irritation at Jesus' avoidance of a direct answer to what seemed to him a simple question. He did not really understand the charges. And then Pilate did not have the courage of his conviction that Jesus was in, was innocent. And then it will go on to what's going to happen next. Uh, we're going to go with that next week. And, um, so today I will, uh, conclude. We're having a short service today, um, and I just want to just keep you all up in my prayers and everything else, uh, uh, we have a lot of trials There's been a lot of illness and death And everything else And I just want you to know that uh, Jesus Jesus loves you And there's a purpose behind everything And that whatever happens to us That in the end We'll have that peace and that joy To be with God And that we just have to all hang in there And never give up Because uh, we're just not allowed to give up In my spiritual experiences There's so much beyond this And that we all have to be patient and hang in there, and it's all for uh, the glory of God anyway. So uh, let's do our closing prayer. After a moment of silent meditation for those of us who's out there still suffering, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. I want to thank you for joining us for the sake of Sunday. Come back next week, and uh, we're going to read chapter 19. And in closing, may God bless and keep you in his loving arms so that you may have the strength to face whatever is ahead. You are never alone. Remember, God loves you, and may your best dreams come true, and true love live in your heart. Remember, you can message me anytime if you have any questions. Of course, you can reach me on Facebook and give me a message. By my friends and I wish you all the best and God bless you and you take care and have a beautiful day thank you all
0: We're